0: This is Ready, Set, Reiki, a podcast about Reiki, Universal Energy Life Force. Welcome from the curious beginner to the seasoned master teacher. So we are on a journey through this wonderful modality of Reiki. And on this journey, you are so fortunate not only to have one guide, but two. So I am your first guide, Tracy C. Wright.
1: And I am your second guide, Millie Pampina.
0: Now, today, I am so excited. I am like levitating because I have a magical, wonderful guest today. Uh, I met her years ago in Murraysville, Pennsylvania, when I had been seeking and searching out a yoga studio. And there it was, and it felt like home. So this is Autumn Amoroso, and she has been a wonderful mentor to me over the years. So I am so happy that she is here. She is so busy and she has graciously agreed to join us today. So hello, Autumn. Welcome to Ready, Set, Reiki.
2: Thank you, Tracy. Thank you, Millie. This is great to be a part of this. I'm so excited about what you guys are doing and I'm, I'm excited to be a part of it.
0: Yes. And so I wanted just to tell you some fun facts about Autumn. So Autumn is the founder and owner of Breathe Yoga, which is located in Murraysville, Pennsylvania. She opened the studio in 2018, where I came to her quickly. And I was there sometimes twice a day. (laughs) So I came quite frequently. And her vision to bring yoga for everyone. So that's what made her studio so unique in Murraysville, because she welcomed everyone. It was just such a loving, wonderful environment. Uh, and, you know, she offered classes and training for people on all ages, sizes, and abilities. She's been practicing yoga since 1992. She has her ERYT 500-hour yoga instructor, um, an experienced registered teacher through the Yoga Alliance. So lots of hours here. So she has like Uh, Over 3,500 hours of teaching, which is super important when you're out there looking for teachers. You want to look for these teachers that have these uh, credentials with them to get the best type of uh, care and compassion and experience. So super important. She is the founder and lead teacher of Breathe Yoga, 200 hour and 300 hour registered yoga school. She majored in psychology at Robert Morris University and trained in working with people with specific physical and mental health issues. As a level three practitioner, she um, offers Reiki and empath healing services and chakra balance rebalancing and she is the mother of four beautiful children so welcome friends so glad you are here so we're going to start our uh, podcast today with some questions so I shared with uh, our listeners some things about you so if you want to tell us anything
2: else about yourself the floor is yours thank you um yeah so everything you said is um is correct I Uh, yoga and meditation, both simultaneously have been mm, part of my journey since prepubescence. Um, I sort of fell into it. I started doing it just like on ESPN, you know, when they would have their multitude of aerobic things, um, I would do some step aerobics and then eventually I would get into some yoga. Um, but it's the yoga that I really latched onto, um, and just started Growing that myself, it took me through um, early days of um, being a young mom, a young wife, um, going through the ups and downs of that, going through moves across the United States, um, different life uh, changes um, for myself and for people around me, um, and just in the world. I I feel very thankful for it. Um, And that's kind of what I want to bring to people is uh, I always see myself as a connector. Um, And so my role is not to perform or to, I don't do anything. My role is to connect people to the highest version of themselves, the end. So my role, in my opinion, feels very easy. Um, You get whatever you need out of any given situation. Um, and I think it's so it's been so instrumental for me um, that I want to help people to connect with that on their own um, and to be able to find that in whatever way and to be able to share that in whatever way feels authentic for them.
0: Wonderful. I love that. And I can't tell you how homey and wonderful Breathe always felt. And it mm. wasn't necessarily the space. It was you the other teachers so it was that vibe so we could have put you anywhere and have that same feeling as Thankful well. For that. Good. So uh we know you do yoga and our podcast is about Reiki so when did Reiki come into your life? So
2: I did my initial Reiki training I guess about 6 or 7 years ago. Um I had my first Uh, I I became interested in Reiki. Many things that happen with me, they just sort of alight themselves upon me. And now all of a sudden I have this idea or information is presented to me. um, And then I just go with it. I'm a researcher. I love diving deep and just discovering. So I started diving deeper. Um, I had my first Reiki session probably about eight years ago. And as soon as I had it, I knew, oh, that's what I need to be doing. Um, And so I started my yoke, my Reiki um, training. And with a lovely, lovely person named Dave Troutman. He's wonderful. He's in Hermitage, PA. Um, And also, um, and he's good friends with people that you may know, Carol um, Obley, who's a lovely spiritist, medium, psychic. Um, she also does Reiki I don't know if she does Reiki a lot, but she does do it and when we do Reiki shares um and I grew up in the church right so my dad's a pastor my mom's a pastor actually in the sort of non-denominational Christian faith um and so I sort of grew up with hands on healing right sort of spiritual things but in a very specific way um and so I think part of my journey was, Um, breaking away from that, which felt like the right choice for me and moving into a space that felt very authentic and spiritual um, for me. And so it's ironic that I still do laying on of hands, but in a very, very, um, not in the thing is, it's not even super different, Um, but it is um, it's just ironic for me that I'm still in that space as far as I like sort of tried to break away from it. And right. <laughs> here we are. You couldn't
0: call back and you know, yeah. there's no, there's no wrong way to do it. You just nope. follow your intuition and it's your intent. Okay. So yeah. So if the intent is there, you are all good. Perfect.
2: Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Agreed.
0: Yeah. So in this field of Reiki, what are some of the misconceptions that you see um, around you in this work
2: um well honestly the misconceptions have been my own to be quite frank i i guess growing up i was raised to believe that people who are very dedicated to the religion were going to be martyred or sort of you know there was going to be some sort of pushback from um what do they call people in the world from the world, right. Or just others or whatever. Um, So I guess I kind of took that uh, misconception into my own spirituality. I just assumed that if I, you know, mentioned Reiki or spirit guides or mediumship or psychic, anything, or just energy that people were going to rail against it and they were just not going to be interested in it. And it has been my wonderful um, discovery that people are very interested in it Um, and my sister said something to me when I was sort of going through my spiritual awakening maybe you know in my like 20s 30s I don't know and I knew I had all these abilities I just didn't know what to do with them because I was not I had not aligned myself with sort of mentors in this field yet I was just sort of coming to the understanding, the awareness of these abilities that were there. Um, And she said, You know, that's not my path. All this psychic stuff that you're doing, Akashic, mediumship, Reiki, that's not my jam. But if that's your jam, then you need to stop making apologies for it. You need, I mean, if this is something that is like your gift to the world, you need to be out there and sharing it unapologetically. And so I think that the discovery was mine. Um, that people we're at a higher vibration than I think politics and culture may um, give us the awareness of right,
0: Yeah, it just seems amazing how we put that pressure on ourselves with things and act you know and hide this in a way.
2: So it's just right. interesting, it's yeah, well, it's part of the culture to do that because it's it's this understanding that it's wrong, right. Um, I grew up deeply embedded in um, Judeo-Christian philosophy, and it's it's very deeply. It's not. Here's the thing: it's not deeply embedded in Judeo-Christian philosophy. It's embedded in modern day culture, and political culture. Um, but in actuality, those places were very mystical. Those those spaces were very spiritual, um, and it's sort of the lens that we put on it because it makes sense today. Um, a book. Uh, stories that are 2000 to 4000 years old, you know, (laughs) it wasn't written in 23. So you kind of have to see it with a different lens. Um, So yeah, I I think it's super important for people um, to understand that spirituality comes in all different forms, and there's no right or wrong. That's one of the things that I've loved studying Hinduism, um, as part of my teacher training schools it is the foundation of yoga um, which is the foundation of buddhism and all those things to discover that there's no wrong answer from a you know a philosophy that's thousands of years old was really freeing for me and it really has helped me to just dive into for example reiki um, full on I feel very comfortable and free. It feels like a very free space for me to be able to tune in to spirits and spirit guides and energy um, and to be able to help people with that is, I mean, there's nothing else for me. That's the best. That's perfect. So
0: yeah, wonderful. I love that. (laughs) So with that information, you know, what do you wish that your younger self would have known about this current profession you're in? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, my younger self, I wish it knew anything besides the very thin um awareness of um, life that was uh very much regimented. It was a very specific. Uh, worldview that I was presented with. So um, I used to say when I was younger, because I was into fashion design, because I'm a creative a little bit. Um, And I used to say I read two things Vogue and the Bible. And for me, that really represents my worldview. There was the absolute yeah. truth, and there was everything else that was fun and interesting for me. Right. But they were two separate things. And I either wanted to do, I mean, no offense to fashion design or Vogue, but like it's not, you know it's, you're not helping the world. I mean, you are, everybody looks great and it helps in a good way. Like, I love that journey. However, I was too terrified to sort of step into anything that could be a competition for Christianity or like what I was told was like the truth. Cause if you steer, if you veer away, things are going to go very poorly for you. So I think my younger self, if And that's honestly how I raise my children. That's one of the questions I ask myself all the time. Who did I want when I was younger? Who's the, what hero did I want? Or what lesson do I wish that I had had? And so I give my children, we have an open door policy, right? We have anything's allowed on the table and it's a safe space. And there's a sense of belonging there. And so I think concerning Reiki, um, if I could tell my younger self, it would have just been just explore. Just discover what's right for you. You will find it. And right. you will. I think everyone will. Yeah. Yeah. You end up finding that true
0: north. <laughs> you do. A hundred percent. Perfect. I love that. Yeah. Same with my kids. I always think of like, who did I need in in my life when I was their age, 23, 27. And look at that as well. Isn't that so an wonderful. important
2: question? I think that's so important, that question, because mm-hmm. then you I think that's the full circle or part of the full circle of your experience. I'm not mad at not having that, right? Growing up, that was a shadow lesson for me. It helps to inform and to direct my decisions now.
0: Right. Perfect. perfect. Right. Mm -hmm. Perfect. So what do you think that's something that uh, everybody in this industry should stop doing? And you can merge, you know, the the Reiki and and the yoga, because those are big parts of your world.
2: Oh, there's so many things to say. Um, Number one with Reiki, since that, this is ready, set, Reiki. Um, I would avoid calling yourself a Reiki master um because this is something that I learned from my reiki master who is David Troutman he is probably I hoping he, if he hears this he's going to be so embarrassed. um in my opinion he is the kindest most gentle authentic beautiful male human he's just so unassuming right he's a lovely lovely human he's a reiki master right because reiki is to be quite frank reiki is it's an energy and to become a reiki master means that you have made a choice right i i choose to be reiki i am reiki i embody the energy of source every day of my life. Like that is my mission. (laughs) And I can say for a fact, that is not my mission. I mean, (laughs) I tune in as often as I can, but I feel like it would be a misnomer to call myself a master because I have not committed myself to that. And for me, commitments are so important that I would want to have like changed my name, changed my energy, changed my, my, my job, what I do, and just commit myself to that. Um, So that's why I call myself a level three practitioner, practitioner, I'm practicing at the highest level possible, but I I have not committed to it. And I think that's an important. um, I think that's important to say, because it it sort of honors those who have done that and Mm -hmm. I respect them so much. Like, I think that's such a vibe. Maybe that's something I will tune into in the future. Um, But right now, that's not where I am. And so if I could do anything, I would. ask Reiki practitioners to authenticate that and let that be okay. Like let that, it's okay to say the truth (laughs) because I think that people can feel it anyway.
0: For sure. That's for sure. They can feel it. Yeah. Yeah, I found as we're expanding, Millie and I are expanding our territory, meeting many practitioners, Mm -hmm. many of them uh, you know, maybe you'll take a weekend class or they'll just sign up online and do a training and then turn around and
2: they're teaching so that's what's interesting as well um just I mean but to- you know this right like i I discovered this as a as a studio owner mm-hmm. it's a business right and I was raised in a very large wealthy um, church with pastors in the 80s and 90s right when this was like a full-on business Mm -hmm. and i got to see the behind the scenes of that i was just having this conversation with my son today and uh it was i'm glad i got to see the behind the scenes so that when i got into this i was able to see the similarities uh it's not for me i don't like it i don't like mixing spirituality with business it it oftentimes for me, it, it doesn't, um, it doesn't allow for an authenticity that is not profitable. Right. Um, And so, yeah, I, 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 this is one of the reasons why I love how I teach yoga Mm
0: -hmm. um,
2: and my teacher training schools. I disagree with, you know, people just being able to take some class online and then just be like hey i'm here i'm ready i'm a yogi master no you should i'm not even saying that there are like you know steps that we have to take or you know you have to be hazed in but it takes away from the depth of experience that you get when you've really been doing the work Mm -hmm. and you've been making it a lifestyle um to whatever degree you're making it uh, but you know, I also believe that if people are being helped in any little way, no matter like I I feel like the universe is bigger than certifications and you know this kind of thing Maybe somebody needed to go to a yoga class and be taught by someone who <laughs> they've been teaching for four minutes. That's fine. do you know what I mean like I think the plan of the universe is so much bigger our spirit guides ourselves is so much bigger that, it works out. It works out. Right. right. So that's my belt. I'm a Libra, so I can be both. <laughs> as much <laughs> as I want to rage against it, I'm like, uh uh-uh, uh Autumn. Yeah. Like bigger picture, people are being yeah. affected, their lives are changing for the better. Right. So it's right, And it's all a learning experience. <laughs> right? Like it's fine.
0: So what is the biggest challenge the industry is facing today?
2: Um, I think it's being watered down. That's the challenge is that good one. It's so marketable right now. And I will, I, I was talking with a friend recently and it has become very marketable to just invest in a studio or invest in a space or, you know, just, oh, this is a great way to make money. Let's just try this online platform. It takes the the weight of that out a little bit, which, mm-hmm. you know, this is me, this is my old soul being a fuddy duddy, like, no, we need to get back to the basics. <laughs> And I mean, maybe it's cool. Like maybe here's the thing, like this is the balance, right? Like I, me personally, I'd be like, we need to just be super authentic. We need to be, you know, out in a cave and just learning it from like, just being, you know, messages from spirit or whatever. But that's not how the world works in 2023. Right? Like, so maybe these sort of, I call them popcorn yoga studios that just pop up. There's no Mm -hmm. certification. There's Mm -hmm. nothing grounding, whatever they're saying. It just felt good today. Right. You know what, if that attracts more people and from that group, there are, there's a percentage of people who then go and like really dive deep. Great. And you know what, honestly, even for the, the percentage that they're just like "Ah, yoga and then brunch, good right like there's nothing wrong with it no matter what where you are on the spectrum of you know this is just a fun thing to do on a Saturday morning to this is like my idea this is who I am mm-hmm. you know I I think this the fact that people are even acknowledging a spectrum of it, it was great so right, this is me my dualism <laughs> I can have both opinions equally <laughs>
0: Yeah, that seems to be a challenge when these pop up out of the blue and you have people that are uh, offering my daughter the other day is like, you really need to start doing your Reiki on TikTok. (laughs) And I was just like, oh my goodness, and was telling about someone who's on there charging $250 for a a, a session on TikTok. I was
2: like, oh my goodness. So yeah, I have a problem with that. But also, like my problem is that we can all achieve these things without any of this. Right. For sure. But then I guess the challenge is, but how do you pay your bills? Right. If I just say, oh, my God, Reiki is just energy exchange. Why am I paying for this? Because your time is important and you do deserve to be compensated for it. Um, So I don't know. I I honestly don't have the answers. Yeah, that's Um, tough.
0: Yeah. And I've seen it where there's people that will advertise so heavily. And then Mm -hmm. I know people that don't advertise at all. And the people show up,
2: they show up. And they yeah. come or people that are like so good at what they do, like be like bananas good, but they're not great at self-promotion or self-adaptation. Sure. So then they don't get the, you know, the, the market like somebody else does who really does, shouldn't be right, right by doubt, right. You should stop promoting yourself like that, but right. it's fine, right? Like it is what it is.
0: Right. And I always find that the right person, that student is exactly client is exactly what is needed. So they're going to come to you for that reason. So yeah. all works out magically.
2: It does. It does. You're right.
0: <laughs> so our next question is, or what are some um, kind of qualities that you look for when you go get Reiki, when you look for your Reiki practitioner?
2: uh. I look for authenticity. I look for someone who is just sort of very, uh, when I connect with them. So I guess mostly it's a personal connection with that person, right? Because that's the only way to be able to tell that. Um, Someone who it feels like there is a real connection and they are being their most authentic selves. I feel like that person is very clear. And so they, because really a Reiki practitioner is just, they're just a mode of, uh, of energy coming from source through them to you, right? So if they feel like a very clear and authentic source, then I feel like, okay, wonderful. Well then here we go. This is a clear channel. I love it. So that's what I look for. And I don't even know how you quantify or qualify that. I don't right. know how you would look right. for that. I'm a clear channel. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean if yeah, somebody just said that, it. to be
2: honest, I would probably yeah. be like, all right. I you just sense that.
0: it. Like what anytime yeah. you know we have other studios around the area, and it was just a different vibe when I
2: walked through the doors of your studio. You could feel it. It just and, was like and right. There's number one, I wish I could teach people that. Uh, yeah. Not teach them. I wish I could free people to trust their instincts mm-hmm. because that is something that I feel like I was not allowed when I was growing up. Um, it was sort of like this is the right path, right? Don't fear. Don't even have an opinion. Don't don't tune in. And really, what that does is it, it strips you of your own ability to um, choose for yourself. And to trust your instincts and to grow, you know your ability to um, be intuitive. So I think that that's super important. I think it's important to just say, trust your intuition. Well, what does that feel like? Well, it's going to be scary at first, Mm -hmm. right? Because you're just like, oh, I don't know if I'm making the right choice. And what I love about, for example, what I love about Bhagavad Gita, Hindu tradition, there's no right answer, right? So it's already you're winning, right? All you have to do is just do the most authentic, correct thing for you, and that's the right thing. Right. That's the right thing, whatever it is. So yeah. that's what I'm encouraging people to do. Put your, put your fingers out. You know, does this person feel like the right Reiki practitioner for me? Try it. You know, maybe you had a reservation, but you still went with, you still went with it. And then it turned out poorly. Good. Right. That's still a lesson. That's the lesson. Sure. Like, Oh, I wasn't sure if that was going to work out. And then it didn't. Mm-hmm. That's actually a positive lesson. Yes. So I would teach people to just trust yourself. Right, right.
0: Yeah, so they have something to gauge with. You know, this doesn't feel right. I don't like this. So when it's the next practitioner, you know, you know how it feels. And if it feels good, that's your one. (laughs) I always tell people... When I teach, you know, it's, I guess the preschool teacher in me, it's like, find that Goldilocks shape, you know, find what feels comfortable. What's that just right? You know, she had to jump into three beds and how many bowls of porridge? You'll find it. Find your just right.
2: (laughs) Yeah, you will, though. That's the thing. Like, I believe the spirit or universe is our highest selves already out beyond this time and space calling back to us mm-hmm. like little breadcrumbs like come on remember <laughs> i'm gonna say you're gonna feel this and i think that it is true you if you put if you just put any effort out into the universe for a connection you've already answered yourself right 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 you know mm-hmm See, and this is why she was such an
0: amazing mentor, because she put things in such a beautiful way that clicked. And a lot of the things that you kind of peppered over in classes that I uh, yeah. attended with you, I end up saying, you know, in my classes, and uh, one that particularly struck that I use quite frequently, I think it's on your webpage uh when people come to me, you know, this, that people come, I can't do yoga. I'm not flexible. And you put this saying, like, that's like saying that I don't need a bath because I'm not dirty, <laughs> you know, and it just clicked. It was like, right. oh my goodness. Like right. that, 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 like that makes so much sense. Right. Cause you just don't take a bath cause you're dirty. You can right. take it cause you need relaxation right, right, and right, right, right. To wind down. So enough. that, about yeah so that really hit that so see she yeah. packages everything in such a beautiful way
2: <laughs> I'm glad no but I'm glad that that re- resonates I was talking to a friend um I I do mostly um in person or private things now uh in terms of yoga and meditation um and I was talking to a friend who you know, somebody that I had taught or one of my students or something was teaching another class and they were using some of my same phrases and they were sort of like, they're using, they were just literally parroting what you used to say. Perfect. Because (laughs) then my job is done. For sure. You believe in the things that I say. So if somebody, if, if it's exponentiating outside of myself, wonderful then right. my job here is done, then I can just stop. Yeah, <laughs> because yeah, the message is being shared. Yeah, of course. And it's
0: supposed to go from teacher to student, you know, and then she's elevating. And then she'll, you know, she chooses to do that next thing. So yeah, <sighs> yeah. perfect. I love yeah. that. Um, so this uh, goes into the next one. So what advice would you give someone who is just entering this profession, just
2: brand new to it? I would say just dive in, go get Reiki as often as you can practice on as many people as you can research. I mean, we're in the information generation, right? You can get information literally anywhere. So I would say, because nothing's wrong, there's no wrong answer. So get experience, get information, research, dive in, if something doesn't resonate with you, perfect. What a great lesson. You just learned that that's not really your path. If something does really resonate with you, wonderful. You you can you know, incorporate that into what you do. Um and just in terms of Reiki meditation, yoga in general, and I can say this as somebody who definitely got burned out um doing too much, um just trying sure. to keep a thousand plates spinning, is don't neg- don't negate your own practice, mm-hmm. right? That's the most important thing. When we say as yoga instructors or even Reiki practitioners, you know I'm sharing my practice with you. That's mm-hmm. exactly right. If you're not, if you don't have a practice, you're not sharing anything, right? right. You're just you're just sort of existing, subsisting. Some would say. Um, so it's super important to. um Make sure that you are giving yourself the same care, the same attention that you would give your students or your clients. It's that imperative. Mm -hmm. We have to put our sort of, you know, our mask on for air before we help those around us. Right, right. When you get on a plane before you get going. And I would say that for all teachers. That's what I just, we just finished. I just graduated um another school for my 200 hour I saw that and yeah so and that's what I told them most importantly keep up your own practice it's for that sure.
0: Oh yeah yeah because I'm in that stage right now where there's so many opportunities that, I mean my practice is becoming my on my own personal time on the mat with my Teachers and things is becoming less and less and less as I'm growing and, and working. So you need to have that time as well. And I tell my students as well who go through my Reiki training is that you gotta do, you gotta do that. You gotta do the practice. You've gotta work on yourself. You know, it's like you know, strengthening that muscle, you have to use this every day, whether it is putting the symbol on a bottle of water, you know, or on that doorknob, or as you're taking steps, make sure to do this every day. Uh, So a lot of people, I get that, hey, I've done this before, it's not working, what can I do? Um, And then as you kind of peel back the layers of the reason why, and it comes down to they're not practicing and they're not doing the (laughs) self-treatments. Well, and isn't
2: that just like, I mean, I think in general, right? Like that is a, you are a leader. If you are taking care of yourself, Mm -hmm. you've already become a leader because I think that especially in America, that is one thing that we as a people group are not doing. We're not taking care of ourselves. We have We have um, praised overworking for so many decades and centuries that it almost felt like, oh, la-di-da. Oh, you're taking the (laughs) half a day. Oh, well, look at you. Oh, well, it must be nice. And they don't mean that. It's kind of just like a hit at like, you need to get back to work. Um, So I think for you are already a leader. If you are taking time, you know what I take thirty minutes a day. I'm not saying this for me. I'm just saying if you were to say I take thirty minutes a day and I practice yoga, right, for my own self discipline, for my own betterment, for my own connection with the world, right. that's you don't even have to teach anything. In my for opinion, sure. somebody else will yep. be like, oh, geez, yeah, that's you know, right. and also, I think it's it, it, that connection that we talked about earlier that authenticity that you're looking for from a Reiki practitioner mm-hmm. people can feel that they can feel if you actually practice Reiki on yourself or right. you know, my sweet Dave Troutman. Again, just I'm gonna connect you guys if you're not already connected. Um, sure. we'd love that, <laughs> right? He's the best, he would love this. Um, but every uh, I, I remember him saying you can find uh, you'll f- the the most authentic Reiki practitioners are the hardest to find right. and I didn't understand that when he said that um, because they're not out toting themselves hi mm-hmm. a and there is a, a person I won't name his name because I don't know if he would want me to but he is a home inspector and we you know we just sort of friends on social media sure. and his wife and i said something i I posted something about reiki or energy or something and this home inspector he's a home inspector he spends most of his days in attics or in basements or under you know checking things he said i practice reiki for the whole world every morning he sends Mm -hmm. out reiki energy of healing to the whole world, this guy who's wearing khakis and he'll come home from work with just like mud everywhere. Number yeah. one, I didn't even know he knew what Reiki was. Sure. Number two, I sure didn't know that he was practicing Reiki for the whole world. Right. Wow. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, I don't, I, yeah. So I think the the most important thing is that, and he, he doesn't tell people this, this is not on his, you know, facebook profile or his resume (laughs) Hi, i practice reiki on the world every day i've known him for years never knew that right right so i think it's important to just you do you at the most authentic true um space and that in and of itself is a message to the world
0: right right
2: yeah you just gotta
0: practice and take care of yourself, yeah. And I remember um, in one of your classes, uh, you had were in, led us into Uttanasana and ragdoll, and you had said, "I do this several times a day. There are moments <laughs> when I have to go in the bathroom or whatever, and just I already know read. what time of life that was, <laughs> and
2: Someone that's did. always
0: stuck with me. And I have spoken this in classes." Mm. That and it really got me through my sister dying and the pandemic. I did that because I mm-hmm. thought, my goodness, maybe this is a way to just kind of reset, you know. It so, is, right,
2: yeah. And that's yeah. when, and the thing is, people can feel when you're saying words just because you saw them on YouTube or because you know you're just parroting what somebody else has said. People can tell when you're saying things from your soul, from yes, your gut, yeah. And I mean. That's exactly what you're saying. That's the yeah. only way I know how to teach. Yeah. I do this yes. because sometimes anxiety be so bad that you for have sure. to do yeah. some rough work, or you have to just lay in bed before you check out at night and mm-hmm. do that Reiki, find that healing space. Um, and it does work. Otherwise, we wouldn't. None of us would be in this for sure. All right now, yeah. Right, yeah. if we didn't a hundred percent believe in it,
0: right, right,
1: mm-hmm.
2: yeah,
0: yeah. I had like a crazy busy weekend, and I had gone to the studio, and then I went into the grocery store, and I just came out to the car, and I'm like, oh, my, I'm just gonna do Reiki. I just sat there in the parking lot to give myself Reiki. I needed that just calmness and settle down and that was the only thing I can do. Like I tell these people to do this. I need to do it myself. Give that love and that energy, you know. So but isn't that nice?
2: I mean what if the whole world did that? Right. What if the whole world took a pause when they needed to, yeah. Checked in with self with spirit, gathered themselves and then and then made choices after that. Right. Right. There would be no war.
0: You just pause. And I just pause. I'm like, I'm in a parking lot. Um, My friend's like, my goodness, I had a over at a gas station and I gave my daughter Reiki. Wonderful. How wonderful is that?
2: She says, but it was a gas station
0: anywhere. No,
2: that's right. <laughs> Reiki's energy. What are you talking about? Sure. <laughs> yeah, that's I mean, that's what a tool, right? Hmm. That's why I think I like always my favorite audience, my favorite clientele. Are, I call them ground zero. They have no clue about Reiki, nothing. They have no clue about yoga, about meditation, about breath work. Like my favorite, favorite client is wearing, um, what do they call those kind of Carhartt pants? He's got a beer and a beer cozy. He's got <laughs> some sort of like scruffy shirt. He smells yeah. body sweat. Um, and he's got dirt under his nails. Yeah, and he's like, "All right, let's do yoga." (laughs) (laughs) I love it. That's a hundred percent my favorite client because it's authentic. You know what I mean? I feel like if I can get this person to find their breath, to find inner peace, to find real connection, and uh, what else is there? Yeah. What else is there for me? I'm not really interested in the people who have had like level 19. Meh, 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 meh. Yeah. Okay. Well, great. You guys are good. Like in my opinion, they're good. Yeah. I'm, always, I'm always about the whole big picture. You know, right. who hasn't been talked to these people, I'd like ground zero people. Cause there's <laughs> a lot more of them, for right? Sure. The people in yoga studios and Reiki sessions already. Yes. I want people who are like, well, what's Reiki? this way (laughs) right
0: I remember I remember I had come in and you had your little whiteboard and you you were like your energy was just because that's my jam you know I was like
2: (laughs) yes Uh, and I love it because look it's I mean you see what I'm saying like Mm -hmm. me just doing what felt correct in that moment yeah led you to do what feels correct in this moment For
0: sure. It was just like, there you were with the torch lighting up a path for me and I ran. (laughs) So that's where I always run. Yeah, because yeah, Yeah. I had done it years before. And I just kind of put it on the shelf because when I moved back to Murrysville, I couldn't find that studio for me. I was like, you know, I would go to one, which you know, as well, and it just didn't feel right. And I'm like, okay. And so I waited. And I remember, um, you had the first um, yoga in the park event. And Karina was teaching the class. And she just was, you know, we were winding down. And it was just beautiful, the grass and the, the birds were singing. And I just teared up because it was like, you know, I had been, was going through so much in my life, and here and here it was. And I thought, gosh, I wish this was here a couple years ago. And yeah. then I was pausing, and I thought, you know what? But it's here now. Let me enjoy this. Yeah. And right after my sister died, immediately that next day, I showed up at Breathe. Yeah. And I remember, I think it was Karina. Also, again, like, why are you here? I'm like, this is the only thing I knew how to do, just yeah. to come back. And I remember she put me in a heart opener, and just the tears were just coming. Yeah. Out of me, just because mm. I had lost her, so that was such kind of an anchor for me in yeah. life. With that, that practice, and uh so yeah, so it was no, a wonderful. It is,
2: and that is, I, I had a, I had another student who came in. This is when I was first starting. You know, I was trying to set a precedence.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> um, and she came in late, and I was trying to do all these precedences. Should I even yeah. should I lock the door after a certain amount of time? Yes. <laughs> This person came in late and I was like, you're trying to take advantage of me. Right. Super victim mentality, whatever. And I was like, and spirit very quickly was like, "Mm -mm, no, change your attitude, change your attitude right now and just see this person as a human and love period, just love her. And so I was like, all right. And so I led my class. And after class, you know, my ego, oh, that's stupid, stupid, but yeah. very, very prevalent ego was like, should I give her an angry face so that she knows how I feel? And Spirit was like, No, you <laughs> just show love. Your whole role here is to just be love yeah. and love. the end. That is Reiki, right? Right. So like, All right. So I, I, everybody's leaving and I just, you know, I, I said, it's lovely to see you blah, blah, blah. And that was true. I just had to like, get out of my own a, <laughs> I can't say, I don't know, we're allowed to curse on this show. I had to get <laughs> out of my own a, and just be like present with her. And as it turns out, her brother died the day before Yeah, And he was, he, had, it was his first day of retirement and of he fell off the ladder and he died. Right. It's the best. Yeah. what? He was well-bodied, able, healthy, yeah. just fell off a ladder and yeah. died. And she said, and I was just sitting in bed and like, at this point, I understood the bigger picture, right? Sure. So I'm falling. <laughs> like, I was like, oh my God, what? Yeah. Um, because I understood the bigger picture and my spirit was like, nope, get your head out of your A and be available for her. Right. And then she started crying. She's like, thank you for this. This is the first time I've cried since it happened because she's like, I got up today and I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what I was going to do today or how to do anything. She's like, and the first thought that came to my mind was go to yoga. And I looked at my watch and I was like, I'm going to be late. And I just felt like I was supposed to go anyway. Do you know what I mean? So it's in those situations that you're just like, this is so much bigger than me. Like I'm just a conduit. And if you can keep that in mind, right? Mm -hmm. Like just be available and just, and not just be available, trust the bigger picture. Cause sometimes you're like, Oh, I don't know if I'm saying this the perfect way, or I don't know if, but if you are just being your most authentic self, like let's say with Reiki, the person didn't leave levitating and they're just like, I don't know, I didn't get anything from it. Like you could, you could tend to feel a little bit insecure and be like, right. maybe i don't have any magical powers maybe <laughs> i'm useless in this field and i should just you know stick to finance or something um but if you go in there with i'm going in here totally raw totally connected with spirit and whatever happens happens and carol actually taught me that my i call her my psychic mentor right. but she taught me that you do what you do and let spirit handle the rest and take your ego out of it from the beginning right And if somebody comes back and it changed their whole life, not your, that has nothing to do with you. If somebody comes back and they're like, that was the stupidest half hour I ever spent my life. None of your business. You have nothing to do with that. Right. I am just a channel. And if you can get out of your own way and then just be a conduit Mm -hmm. of spirit energy from this person, a connector, which again is what I said at the beginning. That's what I am. Sure. The connector. Right. So I just try to stay out of the way. And let spirit move through. And then my role is to just step back and trust right. in something bigger. And it's wonderful. It's great to see it happen. It I don't always see it. I probably would say I never see it. But right. But it's wonderful when you when you do see it, just like, oh, right on. That, yeah. And you will hear about it later. <laughs> yeah. Or like not even here. Maybe it's when I leave and I get to sure. sort of see bigger picture. I'm like, oh, well, that worked out well. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Love that.
0: Well, our last question is: um, Do you do you work with archangels? And if you do,
2: do you have a go-to archangel or spirit guide? Or so I wouldn't say necessarily archangels. I know um, Raphael is one of the ones that um, Carol Carol works with archangels. Carol, so she's always yeah. like Raphael. Um, which is fine. I honestly don't know much about them. I know about them. and that's a lie. I do know about them. I just don't work with them much. sure um I am more sort of Claire cognizant okay um, and so I just know stuff. I don't know if that's a weird re- it's a really weird thing to say to people right. <laughs> right. um. I just know things. And so, and I'm also clairvoyant and I can just see the things. So when I see them or hear them or know them, sometimes I can smell them. I know that sounds so weird. Yes. Yes. Right, right, right. This is a business and I'm not going to tell you which one, but I'll tell you who doesn't talk about smelling spiritually here. (laughs) me. Um, (laughs) But I love it because there's so many people here who they when i start to talk about it they're like oh well are we talking about this because when i was little i had this vision huh you know or they'll they'll have their own experiences sure um so yeah i i don't necessarily work with archangels per se i work very much with spirit guides i work a lot with just sort of universal energy, just source. Yes. Um, Connecting with that. I'm always awake. I, everybody knows I always wake up between like two 30.
0: I remember you were always up so early, used to do a 6.00 AM yoga class. (laughs) Well, and it's not like a choice. It's not like I love
2: waking up in the middle of the night, but for me, it's when (laughs) things are the clearest and everything just makes so much sense. And I love that because like almost around four or five, I I start getting sometimes I understand it now, but when I, before I would get sad, like, oh, I'm leaving my, you know, my favorite space to be in where everything just feels very clear. Um, And so I think that that's something I've learned to work with Mm -hmm. over the years is tuning into that space of clarity at any time. Um, But it is a choice because I've also known some spiritists who have gotten burned out. Yeah, um, sure. Because they didn't know how to shut it off. Mm -hmm. They were just an open sort of door and spirit energy. Everybody came in. (laughs) Right. So I think it's super important um, to, you know, protect yourself and to, to create that um, safe space for yourself first. Yes. Um, And then, you know, the more open to it, I feel blessed by it. It's a lot. It can feel very taxing. I did a mediumship course. I don't know. Last year, or the year before, and it was very taxing. Mm-hmm. And my uh, a friend of mine was like, "Okay, but you have this ability, and you're not just like running around using it." And I'm like, "No, it's very taxing." Yeah, if like, people don't you know, realize like, that, yeah, it's yeah. a lot. Like I feel like a train wreck after mm-hmm. I'm done. Oh, oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah. So right now, I'm taking a little bit of a break. To breathe, I I, girl. (laughs) That's literally what I'm doing. Um, (laughs) I have turned down a couple of job opportunities. I have turned down a couple of studio opportunities because I feel like this is my season for rest and for re-envisioning. And I know who I am as soon the path is clear. Yeah will run for it just because I, I am usually at a hundred miles per hour yes puff, puff, puff. let's go yes. let's go and so this is me being at rest a hundred miles per yeah. hour imagine yeah. that like i'm just like nope i'm saying no i'm learning to say no yeah and to be okay with things not being done perfectly or things not being done period yeah. being yeah. like it's okay yeah because when animals are in pain or when they are needing to rest we are pets we love them if if a pet came Mm -hmm. up with like a little broken limb and was just like we would call off work we'd be holding that pet right well you just stay put you just rest little nugget (laughs) and so it's important to like kind of have that for yourself sure of course Lick your own sort of soul and be like, okay, come on, we're just gonna. Yeah. Rest. So that's what I'm learning to do. Yeah, um,
0: you were always on the go. You'd go and teach a class, and the next thing I know, I saw you walking to sh- to
2: Starbucks. I'm like, what is she doing? So much. There's so much. And then just like raising kids and working you and, are. and Yeah, cool now. So, like, there's a lot, and I could tell that um, there's a new vision coming. Yes. And so, I want to be rested. I, mm-hmm. When I when the plane lands, essentially, when the vision lands, I want to yes. be able to get the ground running. Perfect. So the only way to do that, um, uh, when I used to travel a lot when I was younger, I used to stay awake at the beginning because it was so exciting. And i think, yeah. like, oh my God, the clouds. Oh my God, they're bringing, this was before 9-11. They were bringing around whole meals with actual silverware. Yeah. And the whole thing was so exciting. I'd watch a movie. I don't know why I felt different on a plane. Um, and then after I got used to it, I discovered when I landed, the uh it was so much worse trying to adapt to the local yeah. time when I had just been awake for 48 hours. Right. Mm-hmm. I learned in travel times to sleep. Right. Um, so that when you land at your next destination, you're well rested. Uh-huh. So that's what I'm doing right now. I know that I'm in travel mode. Yes. Um, spiritually. And so when my spirit lands in the next place. I'll be
0: rested. Yeah. So, so you put that together beautifully. Yeah. So <laughs> it's like you go on this journey with you and you're like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> and that's always what it was like when I would go in the studio. Cause I felt like I got a lesson every time I joined your class. So I I'm love glad. that. That makes me happy. I'm I'm glad. I love that. So our other question is what books do you recommend?
2: Uh this isn't really necessarily a spiritual book. That's okay. That's what shaped yeah. you, you know? Yeah. Um the book that I feel like I have resonated the most with recently. Well, I mean, I'm always going to recommend The Power of Now. I buy that for everybody that I my my one coworker just left and I just bought her that book. Eckhart Tolle's The Power of Now is just like the Bible, whatever. Yeah. So that goes without saying. The next book that is not really spiritual at all is Brene Brown. She is, um, uh, she's got many PhDs in shame and just sort of um, learning about human emotion. And so the book that I would recommend uh, is called Atlas of the Heart. And she and her research team went around the world discovering. Um, I, I think it was 80 different emotions. Most people can only name about seven, eight, Wow, up to 14. They're actually 80. And yeah. she goes through the whole book. There's actually a show on HBO. It's her presenting it to an audience, yeah, um, like a workshop. <clears throat> and I just love the book. It helped me to explore and to validate emotions that I literally didn't even know that existed within me. But when she says them, it's like what you were just saying, when I say a story and you're like, I'm right there with you. That's (laughs) how I felt about Brene. Right. Emotions that I was like, oh, and, and also delineating right between emotions that we group together as one, but actually if we spread them out, they can be four different things. Right. And knowing them helps you to be clearer in your communication, not just with the world, but with yourself. If you know, I'm sad, but I'm not depressed. Maybe you're allowed to just sit with that a little bit. Mm-hmm. If you know, I'm sad and I'm depressed, then you know that there's more layers to go through that. If it's like, I'm sad, I'm depressed and I'm resentful. Okay. Do you know what I'm saying? So it just yes. helps you to sort of, I love all of that. Deconstructing a yes. moment to have the most clarity um, and also the most power, right? Once you know these things, you have the power then to, to work with what you're discovering, but you don't have that power if you don't even know that it exists. Yes. So yeah, I would tell everybody, uh, run <laughs> to your local, I don't even know if bookstores exist, run to Amazon or something. <laughs> Mine, I mean, you can go, like it's literally, I just do audiobooks because I don't have time to read, but I'm always- yeah. So I just sure um, listen to these books and I'm like crying on the way into work. It's a wonderful (laughs) thing. I love it. Perfect.
0: All right. Our last question is where can we find you? So where can our listeners find you? Sure.
2: What do you do? Um, What do you offer? So again, most of the things it's not in person anymore. Um, I, I put, I shut down the studio. Um, So it's mostly as online. So if you, um, go to breathe yoga, pgh or breathe yoga pittsburgh.com. Um, or you can email me straight away. Like the email is connected to that, but the email is really breatheyogapgh at gmail.com. Um, and just reach out to me and I will gladly, if it's yoga therapy, which is a huge thing, I am very interconnected with um a colleague of mine, uh Suzanne who pay who is a doctor and she's not a physical a medical doctor she has her phd in business administration um health administration and she's also finishing up her yoga therapy licensure certification Wonderful. so i would send people there um if you want private lessons um, whether it's reiki meditation yoga I am accepting those things <laughs> on a case by case basis. Remember, this is my
0: rest time. This is your rest, and Suzanne so, is wonderful too. I've taken many a class so. with her. Extremely knowledgeable. Um, oh she God. was a professor, right at yep, Pitt. Still is. Mm-hmm. So yes. Yeah, yeah, so Charlie. I mean, yeah. So you're gonna get schooled, but in oh, a loving God. way. <laughs> you oh, know, she's brilliant. She- very, yeah, yeah. very, very smart knows her, knows her, um, things and you do as well. So, yeah,
2: but she's a and wonderful teacher. if you need teacher.
0: connections
2: with a teacher, uh, someone to do meditation, someone to do Reiki and I'm not available. That's one great thing about having had the studio. I have yes a large pool of resources right, to, right. um, to suggest and to share with other people if they need it. Right. So that's great. Yeah.
0: That's great. Well, we have finished this part of our journey as I have been your guide. So I'm going to pass you on to our other guide, Millie, and she has some questions from our social media. So Millie, the floor is yours. Oops,
2: I can't hear you. Oops, we can't hear you, Millie. Is there a way to...
1: Yeah, we, can. Oh, we do this so all there you time. are. Yeah, Stacey's son is gonna have to edit that again. So anyway, I almost need an opportunity to rest after listening to <laughs> everything you've been doing, um, everything that you're about. I you know, I really admire your or, you know yeah. your resolve and where you're at with this, and also you know, how you're working towards balancing um, you know these parts of your life with your with your you know formal more formal and um, you know the things that you also selected to do with raising four beautiful children and having you know these connections with others and promoting them, you know, yeah. honoring yourself. I just, um, you know, I, I really resonate with that a lot. I mean, as Tracy told you before, I was looking so forward to meeting you. And now that I have, I just, <laughs> I just feel like I want to float out of here. So oh,
2: that's great. I'm <laughs> that happy to hear that. That's awesome.
1: Yeah. I, um, and I do know Dave Troutman. Um, he's made the rounds over the years to various, uh, events that I've attended, And I just made a note here that, um, you know, Tracy and I've spoken about him way in the past uh, with one of our other guests. And I am going to reach out to him and just tell him all the beautiful recommendations. And, you know, I know that he's um, transcendental meditation. He practices daily. He's He's very tuned into all those things. And I would just, you know. We would just love to have him on the show. So thank you for the recommendation as well.
2: It is is a pleasure to be mentioning him. He will be surprised because I don't really tell him these things. (laughs) He'll be like, what did she say? We'll be like, well, it's on record. Go go to to the (laughs) podcast.
1: It's cool. Go to YouTube, you'll see her face and her words will we'll, we'll be spoken. So, but anyway, uh as Tracy spoke, we, we ask people to um, you know, we like to get a little bit of our, our audience participation, yeah. um, and invite them that you know to review the biographies and review the information about our our uh, upcoming uh, podcasts and yeah. any questions that they may have. Um, especially for you, so Tracy takes all the questions and boils it down to three because we know that everybody's time is is valuable. We will always make um, exceptions to address others, but the first one that I have for you, and you've spoken uh, quite a bit about this, is how do you know when something is in need of healing at the spiritual, mental, emotional, and/or physical level? What's Mm -hmm. your, um, we'll go with spidey sense. What do you, what, what do you get that feeling? on?
2: (laughs) I, uh, how I would answer that. I I remember sort of realizing that the word disease really is the word dis ease. Mm -hmm. So the opposite of that is ease, right. Or flow. So when things feel like they're flowing, when they feel like there's ease, when they feel like, you know, you're on the right path, it feels, um, even if there's challenge, it it still feels purposeful and meaningful as you're going through them. You're in the right place. If there's a part where you run up to something, I I feel like I run up to something. It's usually my breath, I'm Vada. Um, And so with my breath, I'll... (gasps) It feels like there's weight on my chest um or my fingertips. Um anyway, um, I know that there's something off. And I spend all kinds of time combing through that and finding out, get it's like finding a a diamond, right? In a sand. And find and I look at it as that. I don't see it as a problem to avoid, I see it as a diamond. And normally you run up against sort of a sandbar, right? And you're like, "Oh, what is this?" And so then this about this digging and go, just asking the question, "Well, why? Well, why?" And you, when you finally get down to the root of it, you know it hits down at your soul level, Um, and then you work on it. Mm -hmm. And the only my true belief is that you wouldn't even. have found it if it wasn't time to work on it. So work on it. Yeah, if it means tears or sadness, anger, frustration, anxiety, good. These are all wonderful things that our body has developed to help us to know where the diamond is. I, I really
1: appreciate that because I am oh. um, as an individual self-care and, oh. you know, if, I always promote to my my clients and the people I work with that you know you have to uh, you have to find meaning yeah. in everything. I I always said there's never a bad I've never gone to a bad party because I've always walked away and said, well I know I'm not going to do that and that, but I like that. And
2: hey, <laughs> right. you're failing forward, right? Like everything is right. just it's informational. You can grow from it. Yes, yeah. I couldn't agree with you more
1: yeah if I didn't practice or take care of myself at some yeah. level, I know right away when I'm not doing it enough, mm-hmm. I how am I supposed to give those gifts and blessings to others? Yeah. I don't have the ability to. I don't understand them. I'm yeah. not uh, I'm not you know centered enough to do that. so mm-hmm. thank you.
2: yeah right.
1: it, it it comes up because there's a need
2: and- yeah' right. Yeah, it's time.
1: That's right. That's right. Well, thank you so much. The next question I have is, what does it look like when you are burned out? What practices restore you?
2: It's kind of a good segue on the one we just discussed. (laughs) Um, I think I know I'm burned out when I resist doing whatever I'm supposed to do. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Um, Can you guys still see me? Okay. I had a phone call. Sorry. Can you hear that? Okay. Great. Um, I, I have been burned out and when I, uh, there's the heaviness when I think about doing something. Also my vodka intake, that's true. Whenever I need something to disassociate myself from what I'm about to do, I'm burned out and I'm just going through the paces because I have to. And that's how I was raised, you know, strong work ethic, just keep going you know, just, just keep doing, just get up the mountain, right? Not climbing a mountain is not hilarious or fun all the time. Um, And so it's fine to be burned out. I think that it just means you have to take more time to restore. I don't think that that means it takes you off of your mission per se. Maybe you just rest a bit, right? Maybe you take a couple more naps on your way up. Maybe this is a part of your journey where you're resting, for a couple of days. It doesn't mean you climb down the mountain. It doesn't mean, you know, you jump ship or whatever. It means that you're taking time to rest and to restore because you cannot go at 0%. You can't go at 10%. You have to be able to go at like 90 to 100. And when you're at 90 to 100, you're filled with energy, you're ready, you're excited. You're you want to, you know, sort of conquer the day. But when I feel uninspired or annoyed or resistant about something I'm doing, that to me is just like feeling dis-ease. Something went right, done right. Something's not fitting anymore. And so I take time. I will take a huge pause and just scour, comb through, keep asking the bigger questions. Well, why don't I want to do this anymore? Well, what are the things that are making this feel not ease or not flow for me? Um... And then I deal with them and then, you know, you deal with them. And I think part of the reason why we don't ask the questions is because we don't want to be responsible for the answer. Right. So like, if you, you probably know you're supposed to be doing something different, but you're like, ah, I don't want to have to deal with the re- repercussions and the ramifications of what this information means. Mm-hmm. Um, And that's really a lot of what it is. Right. So I think that that's up to, it's up to the individual. Me, I'm the least pushy person ever. If somebody wants to be where they are, be where you are. I don't care. That's not my journey. Right. That's just not my journey. My soul is so old that I'm like, I can't wait for this part to be done. So I'm just like, (laughs) what other lessons? Come on, bring them on, bring the lessons. I want to get through them. so sometimes that energy is helpful for other people who might be a little bit more resistant. Um, but everybody will do it in their own time it, when they're ready. You know, fantastic! Thank you so much. That's yeah. uh,
1: words to live by. You know, right?
2: Um, energy to sort of go with.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not something that um, you should ignore, but you should no. use to your advantage to step back
2: and yeah. You know, you don't fall on the rock, the rock will end up falling on you,
1: (laughs) right? Very good, (laughs) very, very good. Thank you so much. Yeah, and the third one we have is as a seasoned Reiki practitioner, how long did you practice until you felt confident in your healing modality?
2: I will say that I feel thankful for my yoga, not yoga, Reiki training, because he gave us time to practice in our training with each other. Mm -hmm. And so after the training was done, a lot of us would do Reiki shares together, whether it was just two of us or four of us. Um, Also, when I like something, I dive in. In. So I look for opportunities. Like I just told this to my yoga students who just graduated over the weekend. You know, I don't have a studio right now. So in a way, I feel bad for them because I'm like, oh, normally easy transition. Oh, boop! I just teach at the same studio that I come to all the time. Now you're going to have to put effort in. But when I was becoming a yoga teacher, boy, you couldn't tell me anything different. I looked for opportunities. Somebody just said, hi, I was like, yoga, am I right? Um, and I just was like looking for opportunities because this was in my passion. Ah. So same thing with Reiki. Also, I think something that benefits me is my lack of ego when it comes to looking like an idiot, trying something. I'm like... Oh, see, I can't have a body mouth. Emma said F it. Um, I'm just like, forget it. Let's try it. If it doesn't work, who cares? Um, But one of the the, the, the advice that I think that helped me most was there's nothing to get out of this, right? Like all you're doing is helping that person to connect with spirit, their own spirit, the end. So if you just do that, That's all that matters. And it took the pressure off of me, the performative pressure to like make this magical for them or to let them feel some like magical thing or hope that they got some specific experience out of that, which is actually very sort of um, putting spirit in a box. Well, it needs to look like this. It needs to feel like this. There's no box, it's spirit, right? So it took the pressure off of me um and then opening up my studio which <laughs> not everybody does. <laughs> Tracy does. <laughs> you just get your training and you're like, "All right, let's open a studio. Let's see what happens next." Um that's kind of what I did and people were asking about it and I was like, "I guess I do do Reiki. I'm the least self-promoting. Like it's the worst. I'm the worst at it. I don't even like taking photos." Mm-hmm. Um but It's usually when people ask me when there's a need, what I am as a helper, I will help and heal as there's need. Um, but I'm never going to like, like, I would have never called Tracy and been like, Tracy, I know you have a podcast. I need to be on it. I need to share my information with the people. Like I would never, ever do that. But if Tracy says, Hey, I have a need. I want you to be able to, I want you to share. Oh oh my gosh. I'm there hundred percent. Right. So yeah. That's just sort of how I am with most things. I'm not going to tell people like nobody here knows I'm a Reiki practitioner. <laughs> I would never tell them that. But if somebody was like, I just have anxiety at night. I feel like I can't sleep. Well, then I feel like I need to help them. Yeah. Like, well, you know what? There's something for that. Wonderful.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, that's, that's moving because in my, my, my thinking and I know Tracy and I feel a lot about the same about this, you know, we're here to help guide others, you mm. know, to, to their higher selves and promote the healing. Um, yeah. I'm very similar. Tracy is bringing me out of my shell. <laughs>
2: <But> <laughs> regarding it nice <laughs> no, it's important to have that because um, otherwise you may not even know, like I, one of the things that made me feel so good about my own abilities is when I did a Reiki share with dave with uh carol and with two other people another woman who owned a yoga studio and somebody else and they were like oh you can really channel some powerful energy and i was like what can you feel that like help me connecting with other spiritual people is very beneficial for me because i don't know (laughs) i'm just doing what i'm doing so for other people to respond positively to it is helpful oh I didn't know so I think that's great that you have Tracy telling you like no 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 honey you're the best because then you know it you believe it yeah I do I get
1: I get exhausted just watching Tracy in motion and thinking feeling I swear from El Paso to Pittsburgh (laughs) uh, I I get her vibes in my mind to the point where at night I I need to go to sleep
2: (laughs) (laughs) and that's true too I need to can't ponder can't on everyone. this for, for a while. That's right. <laughs> that's funny. And we'll yeah exchange,
1: no, I few texts right. and and I'm like, yeah, I'm ready to go, you know.
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's important. I'm glad for your connection with her. That's great. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah no, it's See, that's been... just back to your connections are important. so mm-hmm.
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been a lot of uh fun
1: and and uh, you know, emotional uplifting for me very that's much so. So I, um, and, and through the, you know, magic and enlightenment of, you know, the uh, internet and social media and everything, every it's, we stay, everybody stays, we stay in touch. Yeah. Um, it's only a matter of, you know, uh, minutes, days, or, uh, you know, hours or days. And, and yeah. it's just fantastic. So thank yeah. you so much. That was, that was beautiful. Um, well, um time. Um, I don't have anything else, but I, did you have anything else, Autumn? You wanted to add, or we I don't know. people can get in touch with you. Thank you so yeah, much. Like sure. I said again, I'm emailing. Sitting Letting here and, and meeting you and having Tracy uh, <laughs> on my screen as well has been has been a, a lot of fun and a lot of a lot of information exchange that I think is very valuable. So Tracy, I will turn this back to my, my co-guide.
2: Oh, we can't hear you.
1: Thank
0: you so much for joining us. It was an honor and privilege to have you on. I've been looking forward to this and how we end up our uh, ready, set Reiki is Millie gives her little tagline. So Millie, if you're ready for that to end our program.
1: Okay. Well, thank you so much. And, And again, I'm Millie Pampina. And I'm the second part of (laughs) Ready, Set, Reiki uh, hosting. And, you know, like I always like to deliver to people. To see beauty in all things is a choice. Please choose wisely. Mm. And I'm Tracy Seawright.
0: And thank you so much for joining us on Ready, Set, Reiki. Until next time.